Welcome to Grace in the Shadows. This is Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Hello, everybody. Hope you're doing well today. We're going to give a quick shout out to Las Vegas, Nevada. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for downloading. We really appreciate it. Have you ever been there? I haven't. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. not a gambler, but I know there's other things besides gambling. There, yeah, I've been, I sat on a plane in the airport (laughs) there, but that doesn't count. (laughs) That doesn't count. But thank you, Las Vegas. We really appreciate you listening and sharing and downloading. Thank you so much. Check out our website, graceintheshadowsor.org. You can email us at drjonathan at graceintheshadowsor.org. You can text or call 251-244-4645. If you are looking for a clinical counselor and you live in Alabama, Virginia, or North Carolina, you're looking for a Christian clinical counselor, reach out to Dr. J. You can also check out our Etsy store, shadowsofgrace.etsy.com. We have a Facebook page. Finally, you can click on a link in our show notes and become a monthly supporter. All right. What you got? Are we still in the presidents? You know, yeah. I'm kind of skipping some of them because I'm trying to get through. You're fun and the important funny Because really there's some that just are so boring. Yeah. But I'm finding some interesting. I'm sure there's there have been interesting ones. William Howard Taylor. He's from Cincinnati, Ohio, by the way. Oh, and you're from close to Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. yeah. Taft was the heaviest president. Mm-hmm. He was a big guy. In White House. He was a big boy. He was a big guy. He fella. was 300 pounds, over 300 pounds. Wow. He was That's a big a guy. Beef. <laughs> Where's the beef? <laughs> okay. He did, however, it didn't stop him from climbing up downstairs because he refused to use an elevator. Well, that's good. He was in shape. For, yeah, yeah. I think they had to put him like in the piano or something, a piano case. A piano. When he died, they had to, that's his sad. coffin was like a piano box or, a, yeah, beca- a grand piano because, um, yeah, he, he, he would not fit in a normal coffin, unfortunately. Calvin Coolidge. I wonder if he was cool. Okay. Calvin Coolidge. That's was bad. Wasn't into being social, but like being alone, didn't have many friends. Oh, an introvert like me. He also kept a very tight watch on the White House's expenses. Okay. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Herbert Hoover mm-hmm. had a lot of siblings. Okay. Including one who was six foot eight. Oh, wow. my. I don't know if he was tall. Yeah, but his sibling was six foot eight. That's, that's, that's tall. That's very tall. And so, uh, yeah. Mm, we look like a midget next to him. One. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Okay. A lot of people know this, but it's still interesting. Mm-hmm. He's the only president who got elected four times, mm-hmm. but he also contracted polio in 1921 mm-hmm. at 39 years old, leaving him paralyzed from the waist down. Mm. Uh, and so, yeah, he was the president for most of World War II. Yeah. Yeah. And he was in a wheelchair. Yeah. Right? Yes, yes. Yep. 
Okay, well, you know, I think I may move through these a little faster because they're kind of boring. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of boring. Okay, anything else? No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just kind of looking you're at these. You're kind of perusing. Oh. Okay, well, let's, let's get, on let's to, get to our stuff. topic. Let's get into some narcissism. Oh, narcissism. Okay, yeah. one of our favorite topics. Narcissistic personality disorder and post-traumatic stress disorder Mm. are distinct psychological conditions. However, sometimes they're very, you know, a lot of people that have been through narcissistic abuse Mm -hmm. go through PTSD type symptoms. Ah, I can see why. Because of what they've been through. Yeah. And some of the symptoms of PTSD-like symptoms to individuals mm-hmm. experience narcissistic abuse, the first one is hypervigilance. Mm. Some of those people, maybe ladies and maybe guys out there that, that are wondering if they're struggling with that, mm-hmm. uh, the first one is hypervigilance. Okay. Individuals who have been subjected to narcissistic abuse may develop a heightened sense of vigilance. Alertness, maybe constantly scanning their environment, potential threats. So, and this is kind of fight or flight, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like there's always a threat. And so there's this hyper vigilance and a high anxiety that someone's going to maybe throw some of that criticism at them or gaslighting or maybe some paranoia with the flying monkeys. Can that hypervigilance you, uh, turn into kind of like an OCD type of obsessive compulsive yes. disorder type of thing, I would think? A hundred percent, yes. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, you want security, you want to feel safe. You've been through trauma. Mm-hmm. And so uh, sometimes I think OCD can be a type of uh, uh, mechanism of mechanism dealing with of it. Making yourself feel safe. Right. Checking the locks. Secure. You know, scanning constantly. So, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Good question. Thank you. Emotional dysregulation. Oh. People who have experienced narcissistic abuse may struggle with regulating their emotions. So they may experience intense anger, sadness, anxiety, mm-hmm. and a combination that are difficult to control or manage. Hmm. And these emotional outbursts are triggered by memories and reminders of the abusive relationship. Wow. It's tough. You know, there's some people who've been through a narcissistic abuse and a phone call comes in of a family member or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe they go visit them mm-hmm. and then they come back with all these symptoms. It's mm-hmm. hypervigilance, high anxiety right. because it's triggered Yeah, those memories mm-hmm. and your emotional communication connection is signifying threat. And sometimes you may have to actually cut yourself off from, you know, certain people or family members and things like that to protect you from having those triggers, don't you think? Uh, Unfortunately. Yeah. I I think that sometimes that is got to weigh your mental health. Right. Well-being. Yeah. And you don't want to pass down abuse to your your kids. Mm -hmm. And so you really have to sometimes you have to. Well, because you want to be mentally healthy, and if you're constantly constantly being thrown into those situations that cause triggers and things, I mean, sometimes it can't be avoided. But if you can avoid it until you're mentally healthy or mentally, you know, able to handle being around, you know, you might not ever be able to. But if you are, you know, it, but sometimes it's best to avoid those trigger type situations. I think. I think yes. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, once again, everyone has quirks. We all have idiosyncrasies. Oh, yeah. 
And there's a difference between quirks and abuse. Yeah. I think if a family, a family is important. Mm -hmm. If family is apologetic and Mm -hmm. really want to be attentive to working on things. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah. You still have boundaries and you still have your, you know, but I think sometimes uh, when there's pride and there's no Mm -hmm. forgiveness, I Mm -hmm. think you have to cut ties. Yeah. You have to distance yourself, unfortunately. Flashbacks and intrusive thoughts. Mm. Similar to individuals with PTSD, survivors of narcissistic abuse Mm -hmm. experience intrusive thoughts or flashbacks, vivid memories, distressing memories, Mm -hmm. abusive incidents, Mm -hmm. even after the relationship is over. Mm -hmm. These intrusive thoughts can be triggered by various cues, Mm -hmm. kind of specific places, objects, behaviors exhibited by others. Mm -hmm. Smells. Yep. Pictures, videos. Just like it's similar to anything else, like mm-hmm. a, uh, a soldier mm-hmm. going through trauma. Oh, yeah. Um, and and uh, maybe a police officer, fireman. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone who's been through trauma, yeah, it, it's not much different. Well, certain noises and things like that can definitely trigger um, those memories and uh, cause those type of situations. Avoidance behaviors. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of phobias can come from this. True. Uh, people who've experienced narcissistic relationships may develop avoidant behaviors mm-hmm. as a way to cope mm-hmm. with trauma, avoiding situation, places, people to remind them of abuse. Mm-hmm. Avoidance can be a way that can be a way to impact their daily lives and relationships. Sense negative self perception mm. because of the you know these. I almost said snowballing. Oh, that, that happens too. Uh, um, bombing. Right. And then the devaluation. Mm-hmm. And, and then, you know, the, uh, love bombing again. Mm-hmm. I think over and over that really, really plays the person who's been through narcissistic abuse loses the concept of who they are. Right. What they, what they believe. Mm-hmm. Are my at fault or are they at fault? I don't mm-hmm. know who's at fault. Right. I don't even know how to feel mm. because they've been through this. Mm-hmm. So, in narcissistic abuse often frequently involves manipulation, emotional exploitation, mm-hmm. and it leads to these negative self-perceptions in survivors. Right. Because they feel worthless, shameful, self-blame, etc. And so they carry that negative self-perception. That definitely, I mean, all these things that you've mentioned really need to be talked out with a therapist, but I especially see that mm-hmm. needs to be talked out with a Christian therapist. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Because all of this has been experienced by people within the Bible. Right. Characters in the Bible, mm-hmm. including Jesus, mm-hmm. experience these emotions. So, yeah, I think you need a Christian therapist that's going to walk you with the word of God and listen and and be uh, non judgmental and uh, uh, confidential for Definitely. sure. Definitely, yeah. Social withdrawal and isolation. Mm. And it makes sense. You've been through all this. You're going to withdraw and from social situations, activities, and isolate, mm-hmm. which makes the struggle even worse. Actually, because you're by yourself and you don't yeah. have that support system that you need, and you're totally isolated yourself away from anybody that could support you. That's right. Mm-hmm. How do we deal with this? Mm. A narcissist turns people against you, challenging your every emotional and every every emotion. Mm-hmm. 
how do we deal with this emotional drainage? Mm-hmm. Here are here here's some steps to look at. Okay. Maintain your composure. Mm. Important to stay calm and composed. And if the situation becomes difficult, reacting emotionally or defensively may further contribute to their ma- manipulation. Mm. It's kind of like a, a dog okay. that is you don't know and it's kind of a kind of a maybe around the edges. <laughs> okay. Rover. Oh, you Rover. Know, they they tell you a wild animal. Mm-hmm. Don't don't act scared. Mm-hmm. Because if you act scared or you run, what happens? Well, they sense fear. They're going to chase you. They're going to chase you. Mm-hmm. So when you do that with a narcissist, mm-hmm. uh, the same thing happens. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. So don't show your fear. Yeah. Don't let them know. Seek support. Definitely. Reach out to trusted friends, mm-hmm. family members, and mm-hmm. therapists mm-hmm. who can provide emotional support and guidance. Very good. Support systems crucial. Community. Yes. yes. Godly communities. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Document incidents. Mm. Keep record of any incidents or conversations that demonstrate the narcissistic manipulative behavior. Yeah. Because you may have to come back to it and they will challenge you unless it's written down. Yeah. You can't just say, well, you did that two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. They're going to they're gonna say, no, that was you. You're, you're just being too sensitive. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. So document, 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 take those screenshots, all kinds of stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Communicate directly with individuals involved. Mm. If possible. Mm-hmm. Keyword, if possible. Mm-hmm. I'll say it one more time. If, if possible. possible. <laughs> have open and honest conversations with the people who have been turned against you. That's good. Explain your perspective calmly without attacking the narcissist. Right. Focus on sharing your own experiences and emotions rather than attacking mm-hmm. the narcissist. Right. Because what happens, narcissists tend to look great on the outside to other people. Yeah, people will be shocked to find out that they are a narcissist and a lot so, of times. Yeah. And so what happens is they really, they're trying to really uh, triangulate. Mm-hmm. That means they're going out trying to turn people against you mm-hmm. and get, get flying monkeys going. They're, mm-hmm. they're kind of uh, drafting them right. onto their side. So you'll be isolated. And then you get mad. Mm-hmm. And it's understandable that you're mad. Oh, absolutely. And you go out there attacking the narcissist to them. Mm-hmm. And they say, she is just like what he said. Well, and then, <laughs> then that person looks crazy. Yeah. Not good. Not yeah. good at all. Mm-mm. Yeah. Let's see here. Set boundaries. Definitely. Let me say that two more times. Make it <laughs> Set boundaries. Set boundaries. Right. Establish clear boundaries with the narcissist to protect yourself. Of limiting contact, avoiding engaging in their manipulation, or cutting them off altogether. Focus on self-care, physical well-being, um, mental, emotional, and spiritual. Mm-hmm. Say to yourself, don't compromise your values, integrity, and attempt to win over others or please narcissists. So advice if necessary. Mm-hmm. In extreme cases, narcissist abuse. There's physical stuff and all kinds of things that go on. Yeah, protect yourself and and don't feel bad if you have to enlist um, therapist or lawyer. I mean, don't don't feel bad about that. And I discovered your life has been affected by narcissistic abuse mm-hmm. it can be deeply unsettling mm-hmm. and distressing, but it's also an opportunity to grow. Yes, it's an opportunity to find 
build your relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's an opportunity to know, relearn yourself or renovate yourself, I guess, or relearn yourself to be a, a better person, stronger right. person. Right. Uh, God uses all things yes. to, to build our character and build our relationship. Yes, he does. But I, I think when you're looking at this, when you doubt that your life has been a lie mm. from this narcissistic abuse. That's hard to deal with. That I mean, there's some people for most of their life that have been living a lie right. because of the narcissistic abuse. Mm-hmm. They thought they were the, the main problem or that they were the one at fault. Mm-hmm. And they're living their life with this, uh, you know, feeling that of self self uh, guilt, mm-hmm. shame. Right. And they realize, no, that was a lie. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You, think about how you'd feel for 20 years. I, I cannot imagine. Mm-mm. Yeah. Hmm. So acknowledge your feelings, mm-hmm. uh, all full range of emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, I would write a journal mm. of your anger, your shock, your betrayal. Mm-hmm. And I'd write, you know, like a psalm to God. That's good. You know, and ask God for clarification and discernment and, and um, you know, uh, courage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once again, seek support. A listening ear. That's so important. Yeah. Edge yourself. Mm-hmm. What is that? I mean, other people have gone through it. Learn from them. Read books. Yeah. Um, and process the healing. Realize that you have been through trauma and healing is a process. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, let God walk you through that. So many times I think when we're in situations like this, we feel like, oh, we should be cured. We should be whole. We should be fine. And we shouldn't be having repercussions from this. But that's that's not that's not true. You have to, you have to walk through the fact of dealing with your situation, dealing with what you encountered. You can't just shove it under the rug. You've got to bring it to the light. You've got to deal with it. You've got to talk it through. You've got to, you know, face it. Rediscover yourself, right? Yes. I, yeah. I don't look at it as I've lost all this. Look no. at it as what's to come. Opportunity of yeah. becoming a stronger you. A stronger an future. opportunity of walking with Christ in a powerful way, being Absolutely. a warrior for him. Yeah. And an opportunity to help others that are going through it. Yes, very much. Very true. Yeah. Very true. So this is uh, kind of the narcissistic abuse and mm-hmm. um, the feelings that go through that. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Good. No, I think it's good. I think, um, you know... We do have a lot of uh, podcasts about narcissism and how to deal with it and things like that because we see so much more of narcissism in our world today and we've seen people that have been hurt from it. And we just want um, others to realize that they're not alone out there, that, yeah, that this is true and it does happen, but God can definitely... Take your mess, turn to a message for his glory, for your good. We really appreciate you listening. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Goodbye.